Welcome, 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 LinkedIn. My folks, we're so excited. We're going to pivot your perception, hopefully, so that you can pivot your perception of your situation today and make sure that you're seeing it in the most positive light because that's what we're here to do, to bring the light. Stay with us. We'll be right back after the video. Steve Spiro, you're a mentor, you're a consultant, you're a business owner, but most importantly, you're a host of your own show and you're also a master connector. Steve Spiro is one of my idols and I love listening to everything that he does. He's such a dynamic individual. Some of the topics I really enjoy speaking on is how to really connect. You know, whether it be in person or through social media. I love to lead with my weaknesses. I lead with, you know, my vulnerabilities. It's fine because I'm okay with who I am. Number two is how to go from being inward focused, self-focused into others focused. Being willing to give and, and go out there and, and, and look to serve. That will attract the right things. Another one is on leveraging LinkedIn to really grow your business. You can reach a lot more people. You can broadcast a message to people that actually consented to want to know you. And then lastly, overcoming big obstacles. I love sharing. I was a shy, jabroid kid, picked on, bullied, learning disabled, dyslexic, really in a dark place. I was really in a box in the shell and I've been able to break out of that box. And, and so I love being able to inspire people and really help them. So the Master Connector was born. The world is my networking event. Right? I meet people all the time. My goal is to meet three strangers every single day. Steve is open to meeting you. You should set up a face-to-face -face with Steve. One little conversation can really change your life. So one of the things that we believe is one little conversation can change your life. So we hope you change your life today. Steve, get us started off right here, my friend. Absolutely. Well, what's going on, friend, Steve? Spiro, the master connector coming at you live and direct here. So Charles Darwin, yes, famous Charles Darwin, is quoted to say, it's not the most intellectual of the species that survives. It's not the strongest that survives, but the species that survives is the one that is able to adapt and to adjust best to the changing environment in which it finds itself. And... Honestly, that quote is extremely comforting to me because for years, I, honestly, I wasn't the brightest bulb in the, in the hallway, right? Nor was the strongest, okay? Obviously, a lot's changed since then, but I've had to always adapt. And maybe it was my learning disability, and, but I always had to figure out, you know, what could work for me. And listen, I understand I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm sympathetic, I'm empathetic. I know change can be hard. But honestly, what's the alternative? So we're going to have some fun today. It's going to be very interactive. Keep, keep you know, Put your helmet on. Put your seatbelt on. We're going to have an incredible ride here. So if you're ready for my man, my co-host, which I appreciate so much, Cameron, you're amazing. Uh, he's going to introduce, uh, if you're ready, type into the chat right now. Let's go. L-E-T-S-G-O. There it is. Let's go. And uh, Cameron, my man, is going to introduce our amazing guest for today. Absolutely. So Dr. Shell Robinson, I'm going to bring her on the screen. Dr. Shell Robinson is an international speaker and 
founder of Ready to Roar and Embrace the Pivot. She develops and delivers leadership workshops to organizations. She's a board advisor and a host of the Embrace the Pivot podcast with 15 years of experience in sports and entertainment. She's a regular contributor to Forbes Women, and she has written for Nerdstalker, Sports Business Exchange, and over 300 articles with Forbes with 25 editors, picks, recognitions. Please welcome to the show the dynamic and charge Dr. Cheryl Robinson. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Excellent. We have people tuning in from Chicago, all over the world. We are so excited for you. Make sure you get into the comments. We want you to network. We want you to network with Dr. Cheryl Robinson. So make sure you're reaching yeah. out and connecting. Steve, get us started here. Absolutely. Good stuff. Well, we we are huge on stories. So, you know, community, I would love you to type in the word hashtag story if you're ready for this. But we, you know, show you've got an incredible story. And we'd love to hear, you know, and there's a lot to, to go. And we want this, you know, we got a lot of content here to cover. So we don't want we you do. to spend too much time. But tell <laughs> us a journey, you know, about your journey becoming a, a Forbes women contributor. And I know there's other cool things about your background, but tell us your story. We'd love to hear that part. All right. So I like to call this the snapshot. And I always think snapshots are important. It gets right to the point of who you are. So I am an international speaker and I am a contributor at Forbes. And my story is I was working in sports and I have 15 years of experience in events and marketing for the industry. And I got to a point where I said, you know, I could do this for myself. And I started two companies at the same time, which I never, ever recommend <laughs> to anyone to do that. It's a lot. And when things start to go south with one of the companies, I said, is this really what I want to be doing? And it was a hard no. And I've always wanted to be a New York Times bestselling author. And in order to do that, you have to write. And my writing had got put on the back burner. I was published in a lot of different publications, but I wanted something more. And I made a commitment to myself that I would focus 80% of my time on my writing and then 20% on the business. And three months later, after I made that commitment to myself, I was at a random event. And what I didn't know is the my former editor at Forbes Women was in the room. And there was a woman speaking, and she was a contributor. And I sat there saying, well, if she can do it, I can do it. But how did she get to do it? So after the event, I went, or the panel that she was speaking on, I went right up to her. I explained to her who I was, and I asked her that question. How do I get to become a contributor? And she introduced me to my former editor. And my editor said, send me your portfolio. Send me what you want to write about. I sent it to her. And she go, and initially I said, I want to write about failing forward. That's what I'm good at. When something doesn't work, I pick myself back up and I continue. She goes, it has to be a little bit more positive. So it made me self-reflect a little bit more. I said, well, what is failing forward? Failing forward is pivoting. And that's where Embrace the Pivot came from. She said, I love it, run with it. And here I am five years later. That's awesome. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's there's a lot of good nuggets there, right? Yeah. <laughs> so first of all, you, you asked, right? You know, I've yeah. learned in life, if you don't ask, you don't get. So you were there, you asked the question. Yeah. Love that. Number two, you showed up. You were there, it's, you know, itself. And sometimes we just don't show up, right? So you got to show up, right? I heard 
Uh, you know, maybe it's one of those sports sayings, but 95% of, <laughs> of, of, it, of success is just showing up, right? Yeah. So, so kudos to you. You know, you reminded me when you, when you mentioned the, the little snapshot, you, you politely, very politely corrected me when we were talking about when we had our first conversation, you remember the show, don't you? Um, yeah. About how I like to go back and tell the story from all the way back. And you reminded me and said, you know what? You got to start with where you are now because because if you don't start there, there's no credibility. And then you work your way back all the way from the beginning to the end once you go from start. So from, yeah. the, from, from current. Yeah. So I appreciate that. And it, that, that's a good nugget there. And Cameron, Cameron uh, where's Waldo popped in and gave us a little <laughs> thing out there. There he is. There yeah, is. no, I think that's I think that's really important. Because I always encourage people to share their story on BizDev Live. We, we want that here. And the story is so much more meaningful. I mean, it's interesting because you see it in drama too. I don't know for NCIS fans, I'm, you know, in that Netflix world, you know, all the time now, because that's, that's a show and there's like 15 seasons uh, and, and I'm shamefully like eight seasons through. Right. So anyways, the <laughs> idea that they're always sort of showing you kind of where things are going. So where the story that they're telling is more interesting as they're telling it is just a wonderful piece. And it's a great piece for anybody that's in any kind of session, any kind of event, any kind of moment where they need to share something impactful. It's a great strategy, right? Even when I email individuals, I'll put in the email my snapshot. And if you would like a longer bio, I'm happy to share that with you. But you literally have about 30 seconds to capture someone's attention. So if you lead with what you're doing now, then they want to stick around and learn more. And that's when you go further into your story. I love it. You know, always learning, right? That's the yeah. most thing. I, I posted something today. You're either tomato that's ripening or tomato that's rotting and dying. And you got to always keep progressing and yep. moving forward. So yeah. appreciate that big time. So you talked about pivoting and, and we want to, we want to, we want our audience wants us, wants you to tell us. So put in the hashtag right in the comments right now, hashtag tell us if you're ready for this next question, but we want to hear about what is pivoting successfully actually mean to you, Cheryl? Sure. So before we start, I do want to say the pandemic stole my word because I've been talking about pivoting long before the pandemic. Absolutely. And during the pandemic, everyone really started to understand what it is. In the short term, pivoting is going from point A to point B. When A doesn't work, you try B, you try C, D, etc. The long term or meaning of pivoting is one, realizing that your life is in a transition and you can use transition and pivoting. They're one and the same interchangeably and successfully pivoting. Everyone pivots at least 300 times a day. You are pivoting and there are three types of pivots. You have your personal pivots. You get married, divorced, have kids, you move, go back to school, etc. Then you have your professional pivots, which is finding a new job, maybe changing industry, starting your own company, being laid off, uh, advancing from entry level and you work your way up the corporate ladder. That's all professional pivoting. And then the third type of pivoting is your mindset. And the mindset is the most critical. And that's what we're really going to talk about today, because 
a lot of people don't realize that they're just in a pivot. They feel that this negative situation is happening to them. And why is it happening? We don't understand and everything is dark and gloomy. But if you take a step back and you realize all that's happening is you're being directed somewhere else, then you could go into power mode. Okay, here we are. We're in a pivot. I have to create a strategy. Here's what I need to do. And successfully pivoting is being able to implement that strategy, pick yourself up and keep going and having that right mindset, knowing that this feeling that you have is only temporary. It's not permanent. Love that. That's great. Yeah. And, and, you know, I know you said that you were at your original topic before it became pivoting uh, and pivot the perception was to fail forward. And um, I'm, you know, this show, we're all about that, right? One of our pillars of our show. And that's why, you know, one of the reasons you're on here is, is really to uh, overcome challenges, overcome obstacles, right? Having the grit yeah. to overcome obstacles and challenges. And, yeah. and it's good. Life's going to throw stuff at you, right? It, it just, you know, all and, the time. Say, exactly. <laughs> totally all the time, right? You, you know, yeah. you get, you know, you get served lemons, you make lemonade out of it. I know that's a cliche uh, yeah. today, but it's true. And, you know, we're constantly always going to be dealing with stuff. And I've heard it said, you know, you're either, it's not what happens to you, but it's how you react to it is the most 100%. important Because there's yeah. stuff that's going to happen to us all the time. But it's, it's how do you take that, learn from it and move forward, right? Because yeah. again, to me, it's all about, and I think you're, we're the same in that respect. I know Cameron is, as far as we are, we're about, you know, growing personally and just getting better as human beings. So great yeah. stuff. Yeah. Very cool. So, uh, you know, the, the, the next question we want to, you know, we're going to talk about embracing. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, our community, if you, you're ready for the next part of this, this, um, this conversation, I want you to type in hashtag embrace E-M-B-R-A-C-E <laughs> if I'm spelling that right. But uh, so you speak about embracing the pivot. Can mm -hmm. you tell us more? Cause you kind of touched on a little bit, but really, Get, let's dig into this a little bit more. What does that mean, embracing the pivot? It's understanding what you're going through and that you're on this journey. And it's just embracing that it's this moment in time isn't going to last forever, whether it's a good moment or a bad moment. But understanding that your attitude towards what is happening to you is what's going to propel you. It's either going to propel you for success or it's going to hinder your success. So what do you want it to be? And I always say, if you're going through a negative situation, embrace the feelings, which means feel them. Don't try to ignore them. Don't try to cover it up or stuff them away somewhere. Be in the moment but only allow yourself a certain amount of time to be miserable or frustrated or mad or angry, whatever you're feeling. For me, I always give myself an hour. Okay, you have one hour to feel this way. And then after that, it's over, it's done with, we move forward. You're gonna create a plan and how do you move forward? How do you implement that strategy? So embracing the pivot is just knowing, hey, I'm in a pivot, it's gonna work out. I have to sail through the storm as I make conscious decisions that are right for me in this moment to get me to where I want to go. Love that. And, you know, it's, it's interesting, right? I've, I've heard it said, you know, embrace the suck, 
right? Yes. You know, like you're going <laughs> to yep. have stuff that's going to go, you're going to go through. And, and honestly, the first three letters of the word success is S-U-C. So you got to go through suck to, yep. to get to success, right? And just get, you know, listen, deal with it. It's okay. It's, it, you're going right. to get through it. You're going to be okay. So I, I love that, that you, you're yeah. talking about embracing all those challenges. And you want to just chiming in with your attitude is everything. And, and this is one of those things. I feel like we talk about this idea of we know the right things to do and we don't necessarily do them sometimes. And so that attitude piece, and I know this is a big part of what Dr. Cheryl uh, talks about, right, Dr. Robinson, the idea that the way that you look at it really affects the outcome. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Good stuff. Um, so looks like, okay. looks like Cher, uh, Dr. Cheryl was uh, a little, a little uh, froze there for a moment, but um, Suriani, our CPA out of uh, where is she, she's come from Milford, Connecticut. Suriani is awesome. She's right. part of our networking group. So she's, yeah, yeah. she amazing. says embrace the suck. Love yeah. it. Right, exactly. 100%. For sure. That would be well, a great book title. Yeah. Listen, hey, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> So, so we want we want to talk a little bit, and like you said, right? The word pivot has become cliche. I know you kind of took that word before it was one of those overused words, but we want to. If you're if you're ready for the next far part of this conversation, yeah. I want you to type in uh, hashtag pivot as uh, Cameron uh, put in there. So, re ready if you're you're you know, if our community is ready, let's do that. But here's the question: How do you pivot your perception from your situation being negative? to positive. And maybe this might be a time that you can, I know we have some, some stuff to, to show the, the, the yeah. viewers and so forth, but give us a little bit of perspective on that. If yeah. you wouldn't. So before I ask you to put up the pictures, it is so easy to get stuck in your situation now and just feel that there's no way out, but you have to be able to take a step back. That's all part of getting to pivot your perception. When you can take a step back and view your situation from a different view lens, that is going to change one, your mood, two, your outcome, because you're gonna be able to see it clearly. So if we could just throw out picture number one, that would be great. Working on Working it, on here, it. We here we go. All right, cool. You're amazing, Cameron. Thank you. As, as I struggle, he says, I'm amazed. There we go. All right. There we go. All right. So what I would like to ask everyone, and you can put this in the comments, is what do you see? And you might have seen this picture before. That's okay. If you have seen it, what was your very first impression of this picture? What did you see? Absolutely. Yeah. So, so we're waiting for people to put it yeah, in. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say it, it looks like a princess, right? It looks like a, yeah. a caricature from, you know, something like Snow White or something, right? Yeah. yeah, right. It's easy. And that's what it has to be. That's what you see. But now if you can put a picture number two. All right. So we got some we got some crowd participation here. Yolanda yep. says she agrees. This is, this looks like princess. Serena yeah. says a princess yeah. question mark uh, showing that she's not sure. Yeah. <laughs> It's, oh. This one is 100% a princess. All right, there we go, there we go. And then here's the the image. Let me see if I can share this piece now. All right, bear with us, everybody, as I push buttons. And it happens to all of us. Mom. Okay. Oh. 
that was, that was not the intended outcome. That's the right one, right? <laughs> not quite as easy as Zoom. StreamYard is not. No. Yeah. No. I'm a big Zoom fan. <laughs> yeah. All right. We should. Yeah. Be, all right. Now, now we go. Right. All we did was just flip the picture. And when you flip the picture, what do you see? An ogre or some. Yeah. Looks know, like some, an older man or woman. Yeah. 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 Right. And now your brain's going, well, it was a princess. I knew it was a princess. That's what I registered it as. How could it possibly be this old woman or man? And all you have to do is just flip it. And that's where a lot of people, when they get stuck, they don't realize if they just take the step back and flip the situation that they're going to have a whole different perspective on it, which is going to give them new ideas of how to move forward. So if we could just put up then that other slide that I sent. Absolutely. That might be harder than we, than we think based on the last two. So, but I, I'll say something, you know, one of the things in, you know, in the advertising industry, when, you know, I had a big career in that industry, I found a lot of times it was great to, to either go to sleep and on the idea and just a night's sleep and maybe it came up in my dreams, but just that perspective of stepping away gave me a whole nother perspective yeah. on it. So yeah. anyway, here we go. Stall yeah. and and I, here we go. This slide really sums up pivot the perception because I've been in debates, if you will, <laughs> where I knew I was right and I'm definitely right. And the other person was saying, I'm definitely right. I don't know what you're talking about. And here it is. It can, it can be a six or a nine, depending on which view you're looking at it. So when you, again, I keep saying stuck, but when you are stuck or you feel like something so negative is happening, take a step back, walk around. Are you looking at the six or are you looking at the nine? And that's where a lot of people, it, I know I've been in those stuck positions before, but a lot of people, it's hard for them to move on. And what you have to remember about, pivoting and anything in life, it's a habit. So if you can develop that habit of saying, time out, what's going on here? Let me take a step back. Let me view it from a different angle and see the full picture, then you can move on. And I, there's so many different stats, but I think the most common one is it takes 30 days to create a new habit. Sure. So if you find yourself doing in anything, getting frustrated, whatever it is, time out. That's my favorite word to myself. Time out. What's going on? And let's see how we can fix this. Do that for 30 days and just take the step back and say, let's see that other perspective. And then you realize, oh, I'm just pivoting. This is a new direction. Here's the strategy that we want to implement. And it changes. You pivot within your pivot. So it's not just, okay, you change one direction and that's it. You're going to pivot or zigzag. They call it the zigzag theory a lot of different times. Yeah. To me, this this brings up to, to mind so many different things. Empathy, right? Being mm -hmm. Big, big thing. Can you be empathetic with yourself? Can you be empathetic with others? Can you see things from somebody else's yeah. point of view? And if you're personally trying to pivot, the importance of a morning routine to sort of center yourself as you're getting into your day, right? We talk a lot about the morning, the morning routine and getting so in. critical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's interesting, right? I I love the thirty days will create a habit. I love the fact that you're 
you know, you're, you're speaking about that because you're speaking our language, right? We have the ability to shape our future and our destiny through our habits, right? One of a, yeah. my favorite books is the book um, Atomic Habits by, I think it's James Cleary and a great, great book. And, and um, yeah. And, and the other thing I've learned over time, Cheryl, is that time just does a lot. You know, if we just give it time, right? I think there's a tendency, I think, it's gotten worse over the years because now if we want something, literally we can go to our phone and, you know, um, get it right away. Or, you know, now with Amazon prime, you can get it pretty much tomorrow, but in many cases, and sometimes you can get it, you know, today, it depends on, you know, that, you know, now that we're doing, you know, drone delivery soon and all that, it's going to, there it is. Thanks. Thanks, But yeah. And I think we've lost some of the patience of allowing time to kind of just, make things better, make things kind of right, you know? And yeah. so, um, and, but I, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, patience is patience. key. And a big piece of advice that I learned years ago was if you don't have to make a decision right now, yeah. don't sleep on it. Like yeah. you said, when you would sleep on it, you would have a clearer mind. And that's true for anything. Don't just make it a snap judgment and, lead that way take the time process yeah. it and then move forward it's great it's good stuff that's awesome well good well so so we want to uh we want to now going to hear about three different things um i think we, we wanted to three up there if we can i think cameron uh there, you have three core themes so yeah. if you're ready for three let's put in <laughs> let's put in hashtag three if you're ready for the next uh, piece of this uh, you had talked about three core themes to successfully pivoting your career, right? And I know, I mean, I'm hearing a lot of stories on uh, bigger companies are starting to lay off people and it's starting to be, uh, you know, we're in the midst of a recession and inflation is through the roof and the housing markets change. And I think career and uh, things are, that's very top of mind today, I think, for a lot of people. So tell us a little bit about those three core themes to sure. successfully pivoting your career. Sure. So, and let me just tell you real quick how I came up with three core themes. I did my dissertation on how individuals successfully pivot in their career. And through that, you had to identify trends and themes. So these three themes came from my dissertation study. And then with that, there are a whole bunch of sub-themes. But the top three themes that all my participants had expressed in one way or another was, and these are in no particular order, one is self-confidence. You have to know who you are and what you bring to the table. Because a lot of times with pivoting, it does mean changing industries, changing companies, and even sometimes starting your own business. And a lot of times people will talk themselves out of doing that because they're not confident in their own selves, in their abilities or skills. So everyone that I have interviewed and I have for my column, I have now interviewed over 400 individuals. They have all expressed self-confidence. It was, I know what I'm good at. I know what I can do for X company, or I know if I have a goal in mind, I'm going to accomplish it. So they took that self-confidence and channeled it to what they wanted. Number two is risk-taking. If you want to successfully pivot 
and quicker. We were just talking about patience. If you wanted to pivot quicker than normal, you have to take those risks. A lot of them are calculated risks and that's okay, but it's the ability to say, hey, this has got to be better than my current situation. And for everyone in my dissertation, the regret of not doing it was greater than whatever the outcome was of doing it. So they decided to take that risk because they didn't want to live with that regret. And number three is your network. How are you able to one, utilize your connections and two, what types of connections do you have? It's not about quantity, it's about quality. If you have one strong connection in every industry, you're a golden connector. And if that person doesn't know who you need to talk to, they will know someone else who will know and can help you. And you want that social capital to be meaningful. That's why everyone that I've interviewed, they all talk about how they develop relationships. It's not a one-off. It's not, hey, here's my business card and hope that someone calls you. It's, hey, let's get coffee. Let's continue our conversation or let's start a conversation. And through that, you develop meaningful relationships. And sometimes that takes six months to a year. But as long as you're developing it, when you're in a situation, you can call them and they'll call you right back. They'll text you, they'll email you, whatever form of communication you have. But remember, it's about quantity or it's about quality, not quantity, not quantity. And everyone that I've interviewed, they have said how their reputation is important to them. And that's why they develop those meaningful relationships. I love that. I love that. I want to just go back to self-confidence and I, I could definitely relate to that because for years I did not have the self-confidence piece of it. And I think once I was able to understand and uh, Cameron, I'm going to talk about another book in a minute mindset on the risk taking side of things, but self-confidence, there's a, a Patricia Stark. She was actually on our show. She's wrote a, she's written a book recently called uh, Com confidence and mm. um, being calm through and through the, and have the confidence to go to how to trust yourself, tame your inner, inner critic and shine in any spotlight. It's pretty cool. So I haven't read it yet, but I've, I've heard really good things about it. I want to just call it out. Um, but, you know, you spoke about risk-taking and risk-taking is great. Uh, you know, I, I love the book, A Mindset um, mm -hmm. by um, Zweck, I believe it is. Uh, I might be wrong on the author, but great book on, you know, growth mindset and fixed mindset and, and understanding that you know, if you want to succeed in life, you need to taste risks. You need to be able to be allow yourself to be wrong. And it's OK, right? To, yeah. Here it comes. I think he's got it here. I apologize on the uh, uh, throwing stuff at you here. I was Dweck. OK, I was right. See, trust your first instincts. There's confidence, yeah. right? Yeah. You know? And if I could say, when you say risk, that depends on the person. Yeah. You don't have to take a huge risk. There are some right. people that like to take those big risks. But then there's smaller risks, just sure. as long as you keep taking whatever risk you're comfortable with taking and not just saying, throwing your hands up, saying, well, I'll just stay in this situation because I'm afraid. Sure. I, I recently also read, I'm, I want to get the author right, and I'm, I'm going to put Cameron on the spot again. But uh, it's it's The Wealth of Connection by my friend Vincent Puglesi. Uh, re really, really good book on developing relationships and 
he called it in the book, I believe, the hour of power. And I believe and I'm reading so many books lately. I, you know, I also read Ed Milet's book, um, One More, The Power of One More. But uh, but but Vincent's book was really powerful to me. And he said he for an hour he would just put out there it is. He's a magician, that camera of mine, right? But uh he he just power hour power where you just uh, an hour a day just put out good vibes, send out messages, hope you're doing well, just just adding value for people. And that's the power of connections and developing relationships. And I agree with you. It's not about quality, it's not about quantity, it's about quantity. Uh, qu not about quantity, it's quantity. about quality. Yeah. <laughs> and you do need to go through quantity to get to quality. I do know that, right? You gotta you gotta connect with enough people to find the ones that are really valuable that you can connect with, right? That you really gonna yeah. let me let me just chime in on that because I think that's a really good thing and that's a great place to pivot your perception, right? Because a lot of us we reach out to a vendor or to somebody to help us on an individual issue. And I, I feel like there's a little bit of that. Uh, gambler's fallacy, right? So because I've reached out with a phone call and I've spent time or I reached out an initial, well, I'm in now, I, I, that's that's who I'm, I'm rocking with. And I think the more comfortable we are with pursuing different options, and I, I talk a lot about this in the college and career piece of, of young people's journeys, but this is great for the college search. This is great for the job search. This is great for the mentor search. This is great for everything. Seek many different places. And it's always great to sort of limit your search by, you know, defining pieces that you're looking for to be specific in what you're looking for. Uh, but that's why you're reaching out to mentors to get that information. So you're not starting from a place trying to recreate a wheel that's already been uh, created. Uh, Yolanda says, nurture your golden connections, right? And so if you're doing that early and often with all things, it helps you. And just because somebody that you trust recommends something or somebody doesn't mean that it's the be all. That's why you have these deep relationships, I, I, cause I can't, you know, agree with it enough. Right. Uh, Dr. Robinson, the idea that you need to develop multiple relationships so that you always, I mean, so many things like are like this, you know, developing multiple revenue streams. These are the resources that feed us in life. So money's important. The relationships are important. The knowledge and the information is important and having multiple ways for that to come into you is such a big, big, big deal. Yeah, absolutely. You That's nailed funny. it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He always does. He brings the money. He brings he brings it home, right? But uh, we do want to kind of you know wrap up here, and you know we're going to talk about. We want you to do a couple things here. We want the our viewers, our community, to type in the word hashtag self. Uh, I know we were we had that up before, but we want you to put hashtag self because you speak of self marketing, and we want to know what you mean. And in that, right, we want you to also tell our community how the best way. For them to reach you and connect with you talking about self-marketing there we go yeah. you get an opportunity <laughs> to self-market yourself but tell us your perspective real briefly on self-marketing and then how we could reach out how they could reach you yeah sure so my belief is every single day you're marketing yourself from the way you dress how you speak who you associate with etc and you really have to understand who you want to be in this world not so much what you want to be who you want to be. 
And through that, I create the brand lens and I put adjectives and it's okay, this is what I want to be in this situation. And that's how I present myself. And if you go in with that mindset, every single day you're marketing yourself, you're going to start to see you're putting different stuff up on social media because that's an extension of your brand. Even if it's per, even if you have a personal one and a business one, they should all jive together because anyone can search anything. And if your personal one is crazy and you wonder why people aren't taking you seriously, that might be why. That's just one of the reasons. But that's why with self-marketing, conduct yourself every day as if you are a billboard, as if you are a brand, because you are. And then watch how things change around you. And for people who would like to stay in touch, you can find me on Instagram at Embrace the Pivot or on LinkedIn, linkedin.com slash in slash Dr. Cheryl Robinson. Love that. And that's great. I mean, we, we are... We are very blessed to have you on the show. I mean, we're oh, honored to have a Dr. You. Cheryl Robinson on with us here. It's pretty cool. You know, I, I love I love be, not being the smartest person in the room. Cameron, to point out, I am smart, but I, but in this case, maybe not. The well, smart. we had that conversation. We we were. I was like, oh, you know, you're saying, oh, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Like, dude, like, stop putting yourself down. Putting your best foot forward because right. self confidence. Well, right to the point that you were making, we're marketing ourselves every day at every moment. And so the words that we choose to use, they say something about who we are, how we represent ourselves. I know every single person walks out when they walk out the door and they're having interactions based on the way somebody is expressing themselves. They are judging them. They are putting them into a box in terms of who they are, where they came from, trustworthiness. And it's, it's, it's just uh, it's naive to think that other people aren't doing that same thing to you. Right. Very right exactly. Absolutely. Great yeah. book, by the way, uh, Blink. Blink, uh, yeah. Mal Malcolm Gladwell, right? Because they, they, they in a second, they make a snap judgment on on you. And sometimes it's accurate. Sometimes it's not. But a lot of times it's that limbic portion of our brain that kind of senses something and it's emotionally based. So you just got to be aware of people's impressions and i appreciate you calling me on that cameron because i need to i you know i part of my identity is i'm authentic and i want to make sure that i'm real but i also do need to watch my words because i have come a long way and i sometimes identify with the past steve a little more than i probably should mm -hmm. to your point on this would you call it the snap what did you call the beginning uh you you, you said snapshot. That, snap snapshot right yeah. the snapshot of who i am today not this this guy that was you know pretty weak back in the day, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, I think it's important for us all to realize we got stuff going on. I mean, so yeah. much is, is around and we've had like the uh, Dr. Amanda, right. Who was on here that talked about, you know, the negative uh, information that we build into our subconscious around money. And there's so many people that block money coming into their lives because they said, Oh, money is the root of all evil. Money is not something that I want to be associated with. And then they're sitting there at the end of the month saying, well, why don't I have enough money in the bank? Well, you've literally shut yourself down for accepting uh, those opportunities that are going to come in. And that's a big fan. We've mentioned so many books today, but, you know, we mentioned uh, the go-giver all the time. I thought one yeah. of the great things uh, that the go-giver lays out is this idea that in go-giving, being open to opportunity, right? Giving. Sure 
yourself the the ability to receive opportunity and that's such a big deal and so pivoting your mindset so that you can really be open to the opportunities that are coming your way and not using limiting language and not doing things that limit yourself. That's a big, big, big deal. All right, Steve, we're, we're out of we're time. Wrap it up here. Uh, Dr. Cheryl Robinson, amazing. Great job. We, we, we knew that you would, you would bring, bring the juice. So thank you again. Make yeah. sure community thank you for having me. Of course, we, uh, community, uh, please make sure you connect with her. Make sure if you're in the comments, by the way, if you're watching this on the replay, hashtag replay, we're very honored and blessed to have our, our sponsors, um, Jordan Mendoza of uh, Blaze Your Own Trail and Wes Lemos of Sales Connector. So just make sure you connect with our sponsors. Incredible, incredible show today. Hashtag replay if you're watching this in the replay. But we're going we're gonna to end the show like we always do. And listen, well, let me mention we make sure we're blessing. What's that? Yeah, yeah next week. So, yes. Episode 77, Sarah Scudder, The Value of Dark Social. Mm. Now, me and Steve were both like, dark social. What is that? If you yes. have that question about what is dark social, tune in next week. We're going to get into it because we're going to be talking about the value of dark social. Yes. Intriguing you to make sure you come back and watch it. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's going to be an amazing <laughs> show. So, but uh, we want to be a blessing, and so we're gonna we're gonna end this this show with uh, with our countdown to crush it. Uh, hopefully, uh, uh, Dr. Cheryl. Hopefully, you can participate. Uh, community countdown in the in the comments, and then shout out in bold caps, italic, crush it as we count down here. So, ready? Five, four, four three, three, two, two one. one. Crush it. Crush it. Hello and have an amazing week, everybody. We will see you next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for being in the comments. Make sure you're networking. Make sure that you share this with somebody that has not been exposed to the Master Connector Show because you're doing somebody a favor if you let them know, have you seen the Master Connector Show? Thank you. Steve Spiro, you're a mentor, you're a consultant, you're a business owner, but most importantly, you're a host of your own show and you're also a master connector. Steve Spiro is one of my idols and I love listening to everything that he does. He's such a dynamic individual. Some of the topics I really enjoy speaking on is how to really connect. You know, whether it be in person or through social media. I love to lead with my weaknesses. I lead with, you know, my vulnerabilities. It's fine because I'm okay with who I am. Number two is how to go from being inward focused, self-focused into others focused. Being willing to give and, and go out there and, and, and look to serve. That will attract the right things. Another one is on leveraging LinkedIn to really grow your business. You can reach a lot more people. You can broadcast a message to people that actually consented to want to know you. And then lastly, overcoming big obstacles. I love sharing. I was a shy jabroni kid, picked on, bullied, learning disabled, dyslexic, really in a dark place. I was really in a box in the shell and I've been able to break out of that box. And, and so I love being able to inspire people and really help them. So the Master Connector was born. The world is my networking event. Right? I meet people all the time. My goal is to meet three strangers every single day. Steve is open to meeting you. You should set up a face-to-face -face with Steve. One little conversation can really change your life.